Magandang araw, podmates, at sana ligtas kayong lahat. Si Howie Severino muli, nagpapaalala na nakakatalino ang mahabang attention span. At may kasama na namang dakilang Pilipino. Sa darangan naman ng siyensya na may kinalaman sa ating kaligtasan. Dr. Mahar Lagmay ng UP Resilience Institute, isang volcanologist, geologist, at disaster scientist. Magandang araw sa iyo, Mahar. Hello, good afternoon, Howie. Uh, yeah. Nice to okay, see just, you again on Zoom. <laughs> yeah, thank you. Thank you, Mahar. And, and I hope you can visit us soon here dito sa shadow ng, Maha, uh, ng Taal uh, Volcano. Ano? But I, I just I I just called you a disaster scientist because that's what you have called yourself. No, uh, People are familiar with geologists and volcanologists, but bihira uh, yung isang tao na na nagpapakilala bilang isang disaster scientist no so so what is a disaster scientist bali actually i'm a geologist no in particular i got my phd in the field of volcanology no in in europe and then when i came back uh, syempre marami tayong mga uh, experience on the use of the scientific method we had tools that were available including mga remote sensing tools how to analyze um uh, hazards no of course sa volcanology may hazards diba and they impact uh, communities uh, papaano pinag-aaralan yon ano yung mga kailangan sinasabi doon sa mga communities and then when i came back uh, all of these tools were were useful for studying disasters no not just not just uh, before the disaster uh, but also during search and rescue efforts no in Ginza Ogon uh, in 2006 nagkaroon ng malaking uh, disaster and then we were able to uh, create a team there which led the search and rescue efforts it was a 2000 strong army of miners uh, Philippine Marines, the U.S. Marines, no, with uh, complete with the U.S. choppers, etc. And they were looking for a place, no, uh, may school kasi, no, may may school don. Na allegedly, there there were texts after the landslide. Na yun landslide kasi laki ng three fourths the size of UP campus, and that they were still alive. More than two hundred children allegedly were were still alive. So. It was hard to find that that place, no? Because uh, the landslide footprint was about three fourths the size of UP, and they were buried by by rubble, the thirty meters thick. So some muhahanapen, all of the landmarks were were decimated, nawalana. So gumamit kami ng mga remote sensing tools. We flew with cameras, taking vertical aerial photographs, assessing all of the personal effects no lahat ng mga na recover on site through the throughout the the days na nagsi-search and rescue and then we found out na hindi pala tama yung lugar na pinaghahanapan uh, ng possible survivors because all of the materials all of the recovered uh, things were downslope 500 meters from the original site no and some knowledge of uh, the event, the landslide event, which we call as a debris avalanche, which also happens in, in volcanoes, by the way. no, So lar a large sector of the volcano would collapse. The landslide will be called as a debris avalanche. no, 
nangyari doon sa sa Ginsa Ugon. And one of the important uh, characteristics of that landslide was that it bulldozes everything in its path. So malamang nabuldoze yung community. And we were looking at the original site, but it turns out that uh, nandun pala sila yung mama, uh, most likely na 500 meters downslope. No? So that is where science can help search and rescue efforts. And that was uh, perhaps one of the you know, the the prime examples of how science can be used, how these tools that uh, we learned or we keep on using can be used uh, during disasters. In fact, well, Mahar, excuse yes. me, Mahar, before we before we move on from that very graphic story you just told, no, meron bang survivors na nahanap? I, I remember this disaster, no, but I'm trying to recall, no, kung kung may nahanap nga na mga survivors, no. Well, during the first during the day na nangyari yon, there were some survivors at at the leading edge of the landslide, no? Malayo na kasi the landslide was if I remember correctly about 4.2 kilometers long, no? So from a 700 meter high cliff, nag-travel siya ng pagkalayo-layo, 4.2 kilometers and it is about 2 kilometers wide. Uh, more than 20 million cubic meters yung volume ng, ng bato na bumagsak. And uh, during the first day, nandun nga merong mga couple na nakuha, a couple of people who, who were bruised, ganyan, but they were at the leading edge. Pero the, the community itself was, was right smack in the path of the landslide, no? malapit dun sa, sa head ng landslide. Um, yun, uh, more than 1,500 people were living in that community and that community is called, is called Ginsa Ugon. And they were celebrating, yeah. merong, merong parada dun sa road. And then there was a, a report, no? uh, a, a text message by somebody when, when the landslide was about to happen. Uh, sabi, sabi, daghang anas mayor. No? Uh, parang ang ibig sabihin yata nun sa Bisaya ay may malaking ano landslide na nangyayari no so nakapag-text pa and then the whole mountain collapsed on them and uh, wala na yung oh, yung yeah. community oh, oh. but there was a there was a search and rescue no for possible uh, survivors but speaking of uh, tools no in, in another uh, context kasi i covered the 1990 earthquake in Baguio no ay siyempre iba yung earthquake dun sa 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 kinwento mo about the uh, yung tong uh, debris uh, avalanche and but at the same time there was a there was a desperate search for survivors then no the buried uh in the rubble in the ruins uh na nadulot ng uh, earthquake no? i remember there were uh, teams flying in from uh other countries with dogs no kaya nas na sniff out yung ibang survivors uh, gamit ang mga aso no i mean uh, uh it's not very techy but uh it was effective no so uh in that kind of situation doon sa itong itong kinwento mo would dogs have been effective as well or were they buried too deep or uh ano ba yung mga tools na na pinag-uusapan natin dito in that particular context and my corollary question is um i was wondering in 1990 why we why teams Teams from Europe and uh, the, I think the U.S. had to fly in with, with the search and rescue dogs. I mean, don't we have uh, trained canine or dogs 
in the Philippines considering yung dangers and disasters nga na nagaganap sa atin. So those those are two questions before we move on from from your particular from that particular story. Sige. Uh, interestingly, during the Ginza Ugon search and rescue effort, there were a lot of teams na dumating including mga ano mga search and rescue teams they had dogs no may Belgian Milanoa merong masak mga dami nilang aso doon no uh, Spanish teams may mga Malaysians merong okay. and thank you to all of them no kasi tinulungan nila tayo they were flown in and then ang daming dogs including meron tayong mga ano search and rescue teams from Makati who had dogs okay <laughs> And uh, yung mga dogs na nag-perform na magaling doon, no, na kasi ang laki ng area tapos bako-bako yung mga inaapakan, may putik. Yung mga ma, ano, mga sanay sa bako-bakong daan siguro ay yung mga Filipino dogs. <laughs> mm-hmm. Sanay sanay sa mga lubak-lubak eh. Uh, so sila yung nakakadating, no? Interestingly, uh, yun yung observation. Um Meron tayo hawi na mga ano dito sa UP in fact sa UP Vanguard na medyo nagko-collaborate sa UP Resilience Institute <laughs> na nagte-train tayo ng mga dogs no including Aspins no and uh, marami ang nagte-train ng mga dogs dito sa UP in fact nasa more than six batches na yata no since since started and it's not only sa UP na nagte-train ng mga search and rescue dogs just in case na magka-earthquake or uh, landslides meron din ng MMDA niyan no? meron din ng MMDA and uh, some other groups so the short answer is yes meron tayo and uh, okay nakakatuwa nakakatuwa kasi it's it's community participation eh, di ba so meron silang mga aso and they learn Uh, some practical skills uh, with their dogs no on on how to how to help during crises and emergencies uh, emergencies so importante yon kasi yung participation ng mga tao raises disaster awareness and the disaster okay. disaster awareness is the first step towards disaster preparedness pero yung yung expertise mo ay um, ina-apply mo sa ganung klasing situation Uh, para talakayin or i-dissect yung paano nangyari so that you can input that information into planning and prevention in the future. Tama ba? I mean, you yourself, I, I don't know if you were involved in the search and rescue yourself, no? kung, kung yung, yung skills ay na-apply sa ganun. No? Pero, uh, for example, a scientist like yourself, I mean, how did you look at that particular incident? You were were you analyzing the causes and then seeing how it could have been prevented and how it can be prevented in other places na maaring vulnerable din yung environment? Tama, bali maraming mga applications uh, actually, no? During the Ginza Ugon event, uh, ano, bali alam natin na pag may search and rescue, they are also risking their lives, di ba? Kasi baka mamaya mayroon pang landslide na mangyari ulit. In fact, it happened. It happened doon sa Ginza Ugon. Everybody was deployed in the field. Ang dami-daming nandun naghahanap, scouring the debris, kung mayroon possible survivors. Pero ang problema, umuulan din. No? So kung maraming loose na material and then it rains, magkakaroon pa ng mga tinatawag na debris flow that when it rushes down eh talagang mahihirapan maka- nakakamatay yon and there were many incidents of debris flows na maraming namamatay no 
So, ang nangyari, we were advising everybody, we were UP uh, with Ateneo, no? Uh, we were sent by uh, the DNR secretary Yulo, no? Uh, Loisaga. And uh, through our cooperation, naglagay kami ng mga sardine cans na pinagkainan ng mga Pilip- Philippine Marines, no? Actually, ang kumain ng mga sardinas yung mga Amerikano kasi yung mga Amerikano, meron sila nung ready, yung meal, meron silang meal na nasa bag. Oh. Ayaw na nila noon. Gusto na exchange nila para do sa sardinas ng mga Pilipino. <laughs> so dineploy din yung mga sardine cans na yon all over. And then uh, syempre yung Ateneo, uh, Manila Observatory knew how to ano interpret the water that was being collected while it was raining. So ginagraph yon. Habang ginagraph nakita ma- ma- mataas yung rate of uh, of uh, delivery ng rain, no? And uh, mm-hmm. the volume was also this much. So ginawa uh, pinakol off ng mga scientists yung debriable so we had to call the the commander the, of the US Marines kasi they had the the Chinooks the Sea Stallion mga helicopters ito kinuha nila yon in the middle of the debris field and then yung mga nagse-search and rescue were already up to here in mud if mm. they if the science was not there di ba eh, di after so many more minutes di baka nandito na yung putik and they, they they were risking their lives no so na na rescue din sila no itong mga rescuers so that is one one direct application of science but in in general really we do study disasters no we 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 go to ground zero because we want to learn about the disaster we want to learn what were the mistakes that led to the disaster not okay. to find errors not to point fingers but really to learn no so that we don't repeat those same mistakes that okay. is what a disaster scientist does no so okay uh uh-uh. so yeah, I'll, I'll ask you i'll ask you uh, more about that and uh, how it how it's uh, applied to uh, particular situations no? but Fast forward tayo sa kasalukuyan no kasi uh, at the moment uh, dito sa labas ng bahay ko no lakas ng hangin no uh, nandito ako sa Batangas no sa baybayin ng Taal Lake and uh, uh, malamang buntot pa to ng uh, Super Typhoon Betty uh, na parang humina na no na lumihis no international name niya Mawar Uh, so mukhang lumihis ito papuntang uh, norte no sa so Japan uh, pero uh, maraming kinabahan no kasama na kami rito uh, natatama sa atin at magiging kalamidad no uh, noong weekend so uh, mali ba ang forecasters na of course we're all thankful na hindi siya naging disaster at uh, hindi tumama ng diretso dito sa atin no but um There was a lot of fear that you know it would be a super typhoon and uh, it would have a, a large impact on us on the Philippines. At um gaano pa ba kahirap mag-forecast ngayon ng uh, malakas na bagyo? Um uh, sana didinig ko sa mga meteorologists ano mas mas well defined yung mata ng bagyo, mas malaki yung bagyo, mas madali siyang ispilingin, no? Mas mas maganda yung forecasting. In fact, hindi naman nagkamali, tingin ko, kasi several days before, uh, nasabi naman eh, ano yung track eh, di ba? That it was going to the north of Luzon and then it will recurve just before it hits uh, Taiwan or Batanes, no? which it actually did. And sinabi din na uh, pitigil doon sa east, 
sa right side if you're looking at the map sa east ng Batanes and Taiwan and then pabalik ulit to the the Pacific Ocean no so hindi natutuloy papuntang Taiwan or China um ayun so i think it 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 was perfect no kasi lalo na super typhoon nito and then pati yung wind speed no uh, pag-asa JTWC JMA were all all predicted it correctly pati nga yung ano eh yung yung laka yung wind speed pati yung rainfall no uh, dito sa UP meron yung weather manila si Jerry Bagtasa uh, bukod do sa wind speed eh, pino forecast din niya yung dami ng ulan <laughs> saan uulan ano sa Mindoro umuulan no nung Sunday or nung Monday yata or uh, yon and uh, maganda actually kasi uh, kaya siguro malakas din yung hangin ngayon diyan ay dahil eh, medyo yung habagat, di ba nagta-transition na tayo, magiging habagat. So na, na, parang nabibigyan ng vitamins ng bagyo yung hanging habagat which comes from uh, the the southwest, no? So ayun, um, I don't think nagkaroon ng error. Uh, siguro yung confusion lang sa mga tao kasi pag sinabing super typhoon pumapasok sa Philippine area of responsibility. Malaki kasi yung Philippine area of responsibility. It goes all the way to almost sa Pacific Ocean, no? Sa malayo yeah. sa Pacific Ocean. So pag sinabi na pumasok na sa Philippine area of responsibility, baka akala ng mga tao is going to make landfall, no? Uh, pag nag-landfall yung bagyo, malakas talaga yung hangin. But uh, really the the that boundary ng Philippine area of responsibility is still far from the Philippine landmass. So, baka doon lang nagkakaroon ng confusion. No? Yeah, Pag sinabi no. kasi, na-emphasize, pumasok na sa Philippine area of responsibility, uh, we expect already strong winds and heavy rains. Yeah. The real malayo pa siya. Yeah. But siguro, there was there might have been a problem in communication din. No? So, uh, yeah, or education. Yeah, if you're a technical person, ma-analyze mo yung mga storm tracks. But, uh you know ang daming ang daming events na cancel nung weekend no kahit ang ganda ng panahon <laughs> i mean friday saturday sunday here uh uh were beautiful days no uh, it was not too hot it was uh, sakto lang sakto lang no uh, parang hindi yun na predict <laughs> ang uh, ang inaabangan ng marami ilang araw ng ilang araw yung uh, malakas na bagyo no so uh, it never really happened and in fact people were looking at each other nasan yung bagyo no so so what you're saying is, hindi naman nagkamali yung forecasters, pero I guess the message that people got was different, no? Um, kasi bakit kung kung tama yung forecast na lilihis talaga at uh, hindi naman talaga direct direct hit sa atin at medyo minimal yung yung impact, bakit kailangan pa mag-cancel ng mga events, nag-cancel ng flights, nag uh, people were worried, uh Yun nga eh, parang it sounds like the boy who cried wolf, di ba? Baka next time, uh, hindi na mag uh, hindi na mag-cancel ng mga events tapos talagang mangyayari. Oh, so siguro yung cancellation ng, ng event eh depende kung saan, di ba? Siguro kung nandun ka dun sa north, no? Cagayan, baka baka okay yan, di ba? Uh, yeah, pero kung nandito ako sa Metro Manila, oh, ay Metro Manila, Southern Tagalog, uh, you know, people were people were ano hunkering down no i mean <laughs> uh akala ko nga ako nandito ako sa Batangas hindi ako makakalabas ng bahay tapos sobrang ganda ng panahon no uh, <laughs> uh, 
So, yun nga, medyo confusing, no? So, I, I guess um we maybe we just need to pay much closer attention to the details of the forecast. Kasi yun nga, yeah, for okay. ilang, ilang, siguro isang buong linggo, sinasabi may, may parating na super typhoon, no? And then, people were changing plans, people were, And then, yun nga, nakakita rin ako ng storm truck, no? Na, na parang lilihis, but then, ang laki ng cone. So, parang, baka tamaan pa rin tayo. Uh, kasi, ang, ang laki nito, no? But, It turns out, I mean, we had maybe um, uh, some rain showers, uh, some wind, pero, you know, sakto lang. <laughs> <laughs> In fact, maganda nga kasi mahangin pa, di ba malamig? Oo, at saka, oo, saka tuyong-tuyo yung ibang halaman, so na nadiligan sila. So it's actually perfect conditions, no? So hindi yeah. masyadong mainit. Yeah. Yeah. But, yeah. you know, oh. the, uh, yeah. Anyway, uh we're 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 happy na hindi hindi naganap yung yung super typhoon na yon no? but um hopefully next time we'll will everyone will get a much clearer picture kung ano talaga yung yung mangyayari but it it never hurts to to prepare but uh moving on to another potential disaster no kasi uh, yun nga nandito ako sa may Taal Lake uh mahangin dito but uh we have another feature here no uh yung Taal Volcano na <laughs> laging uh, nagbabanta ng uh, ng kung ano-ano no uh, uh, bukod sa eruption it emits uh, gases no uh, and uh, i was messaging you earlier na for the past several weeks um uh maybe uh, more than two weeks no uh, halos walang visibility yung yung volcano from here no and normally so umaga napakalinaw niyan but um there have been days when uh, hindi mo talaga makita and um Uh, yung iba, you know, uh, nagre-react yung katawan nila. So, dun sa sulfur na may binubuga. And then, dito sa mga hardin namin, ay napansin namin na yung ibang halaman, hindi na, hindi na mumulaklak, nasusunog yung ibang uh, dahon. no So, uh, I know volcanoes are more, uh, are your is your specific uh, uh, field of expertise. no But, so, what what kind of light can you, can you shed about, uh, you know, What what this volcano is doing? I mean, uh, ano ba to? Uh, is this is this a should we look at this as a warning of something or talagang you know this has been happening, you know, you know this volcano has never has never slept <laughs> uh, for for maybe hundreds of years, no? So talagang it yeah, that's just a sign na buhay siya, no? Um, and then how harmful is the sulfur sulfur dioxide and the other gases? na lumalabas sa kanya uh, in, in the past um, several days. Oo, um, maganda naman yung tanong mo din. Ano? Uh, siguro related din yung... Pinag-aaralan naman din kasi, ano, uh, Howie. No? But uh, again, siguro merong miscommunication or siguro merong lack of education saan kukunin yung source no? nung, nung information. No? And uh, baka siguro dahil kulang yung ano yung mga uh, pagdisseminate no uh, kailangan ayusin pa natin yon no and uh, actually natuwa ako kasi yung college of uh, UP College of Manila tsaka PGH they were interested no in in learning about volcanic gases no? kasi yung volcanic gases eh kailangan mapag-aralan natin ng mga mabuti ng mabuti yan yung mga volcanic gases they're one of the known hazards associated with volcanism um, in fact merong isang volcano na nagrelease ng CO2 no nag-overturn yung lake CO2 is an invisible gas and it's denser than air 
Tapos pagka lumabas yon, it will crawl, creep down the the slopes, no? Crawl down the slopes as an invisible gas and then parang it it will kill everything in its path, no? Nangyari yan sa isang lugar na ang daming namatay by the thousands. So, ayaw natin mangyari yun dito, no? So, kailangan minomonitor natin yan. Yung SO2, that's another gas, no? Um, yung sulfur dioxide. Yes, sulfur dioxide. Pag maraming uh, gas na ganyan, no? Uh, nagiging pwedeng acid rain yan. And uh, pag may acid rain, eh, ayaw natin yun, di ba? Parang, parang acid rain. Delikado yan. You, you uh-huh. it, ano? Pero siguro yung, yung total amount ng SO2 na nilalabas ngayon is probably not that much, no? Pero apart from yung acid rain na uh, nangyayari because of SO2, meron din na uh, tinatawag na SO2 na if you inhale it, no, magkakaroon ka ng mga respiratory problems. Ay ay ayaw din natin 'yon. So, maganda na gustong alamin ng ano 'yon, alamin ng UPPGH 'yon, saka UP Manila 'yon so that we can do more research about it, uh, mapag-aralan ng mabuti, baka meron na palang naapektuhan ngayon. Diba? So we don't know kasi hindi naman talaga napapag-aralan kasi hindi naman, ewan ko kung nag-meet up talaga, as far as I know, kung nag-meet out ba talaga yung mga volcanologists at saka yung mga, ano, mga respiratory doctors, diba? mga, mga, so mga people in the medical field. So kailangan niyang pag-aaralan mo yung mga tao doon long term, diba? ano ba yung ano. Uh, yung SO2, nami-measure yan. Mayroong mga devices, may mga instruments na, in fact, that's one of the basis for uh, increasing the alert level of uh, the volcano, no? yung SO2. So habang tumataas yan, eh, malamang eh, may magma sa ilalim na nagre-release ng SO2. So that's one of the basis na para sabihin na, ay, mag-a-activate na yung volcano. Yung mga iba, yung mga number of earthquakes, felt earthquakes, no? Uh, tapos kung anong klasing earthquake and SO2 going back is 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 one parameter. So importante yan, nami-measure yan. Pero nami-measure nila paglabas doon sa bulkan. Okay? So, so kumbawa uh, so many thousand tons no na of SO2. But we don't know the dispersion. Okay? Saan ba pumupunta yung SO2 na yon? So we need modelers as well who will simulate where The wind blows, no? Anong direction? How is it carrying the SO2? Where to? Di ba? How, what's, what's the amount? Yung mga iba, minsan, pag sa umaga, nandito uh, sa Manila, di ba? Nagkakaroon ng, ano ba tawag natin? Uh, uh, volcanic smog, di ba? Volcanic smog. Uh, hmm. Kailangan, inaaral din natin, ano yung, ano yung even if it's little, uh, little amount, what is that amount? Diba? So kaya nga nagpap, nag, importante yung citizen science. No? So doon sa bahay mo, there are, there are uh, instruments that you can buy or kaya yung simple mga litmus test, litmus test kung acidic or hindi, uh, i-measure nyo diba? kung nag-i-increase siya o hindi. And uh, ano ba yung kailangan gawin? Kailangan na ba mag-wear ng mask? We don't even have that threshold value ano yung SO2 para malaman kung magmamask ka na o hindi. Di ba? I don't well, know if, if if you know that threshold value na para magkailangan ka na magmask against the SO2. And I, I don't know. 
of any. Uh, well, actually, si, ano, uh, nag-issue na ng babala yung LGU dito at uh, pinasusuot kami ng mask. No? Ah, uh, kasi, okay. That's uh, good. Oh, ramdam That's naman good. eh. I mean, I, I, I don't know if anyone is actually measuring uh, scientifically itong uh, lumalabas na gases, pero people feel uh, an effect. no? So, I guess what what the others will want, what we want to know is ano ba yung risk sa aming health ng gases na yan, no? And uh, again, we're not we're not receiving much information from, yeah. from anyone. Uh siguro tama yung sinasabi mo. I mean there, there needs somebody somebody in the medical field needs to needs to monitor this and needs to needs to monitor the the impact on the people, the community's health, no? Kasi maaring uh it you know the the gases might be accumulating in our in our environment here because it's been em- being it's being emitted for ano nag uh, siguro ilang linggo na siya nag-emit i'm sure nag nag-accumulate i mean maganda nga mahangin ngayon no so so, so siguro natanggal na rin sa 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 air yung uh, yung gases na yan but uh, we don't i mean we've been breathing it uh, we've been breathing it for the last several weeks no and um uh, I don't know if uh, masks will will really help. Pag pag ano, kasi di ka naman nakamask pag natutulog ka, di ba? So, uh, yeah. So you're right. You're right in in making this call to for you know uh, doctors and medical scientists to to see. Kasi ang ang laki ng erin to, ang da million million taong uh, maaring uh, uh, apektado nito. Hindi. Jan yon. Dito wala. We're we're not being asked to do it, no. So to wear a mask. Oh, the wear a mask, niba. Pero eh, dito, dito sa amin, we're on the shore, eh. so mala, we're only ten kilometers from the volcano. So, yeah, uh, oh. kung kung may maapektuhan, talagang ka- kami. But there, I mean, ka- kung kami lang, I mean, there are already hundreds of thousands of people living in this area. So, maraming uh, tao na yon. So, ang ang sinasabi ko, Howie, is that kailangan medyo mas systematic tayo, niba? Parang uh, yes. mas scientific yung ginagawa natin. We have to have uh, measurements on the ground of the amount of SO2. Diba? Paano ba yung wind patterns? Nadideliver ba yung concentration ng SO2 coming from the volcano towards Metro Manila or not? Diba? Uh, dictated yan ng wind pattern. Okay? Dictated yeah. yan ng, hindi ko alam, mga meteorologists ang kailangan mag-aral yan. So, ang sinasabi ko lang naman, mas systematic. And how much... Yeah. How much SO2 when measured on the ground, let's say sa Cavite o kaya sa Metro Manila, is the threshold that uh, will tell you, the community, na kailangan ka na mag-wear ng mask. No? At anong classic mask ang we-wear mo? Diba? Ayun. So, I myself don't know that. And then, maybe, siguro magandang... Yeah, baka, iba, baka iba yung mask. Kasi pag sinabing mag-mask ngayon, syempre lahat tayo may mga mask na sa bahay. Diba? Baka, baka, oh. Oh, 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 baka hindi, baka hindi yun ang tamang klaseng mask. Diba? Oh, oh. Anyway, uh, Mahar, you mentioned no, the the need for uh, citizen scientists. no. Um, uh, tell us more about that. no. Uh, is this also within the context of a, a call that you have made uh, for the need for an army of disaster scientists kasi yun nga sinasabi mo because sa dami ng hazards natin at uh, sari-sari yung hazards at saka yung disasters na nangyayari sa Pilipinas uh, you know we really need a lot more people studying disasters the causes and you know how to prevent uh, disasters so ang sinasabi mo yung ordinaryong tao uh, pwedeng tumulong dyan Yes, actually, Howie, sa, I attend conferences. Isa sa ginagawa namin is to 
Well, actually, nung Noah, pa, nung Noah no, uh, ang, ang instruction sa amin was to bring the best technologies here for our disaster effort. And put the frontier science no uh, uh, at the forefront of our battle against hazards no hazard impacts uh, so yun ang ginagawa namin we attend conferences we read publications and one of the international best practices sa disaster risk reduction is community science no uh, it's crowdsourcing Uh, bakit? Bakit? Kasi you need to engage the people. No? People need to uh, participate. Kasi when people participate, it raises their stake in the effort. No? When you do that, no, that kind of activity, nas nagiging aware sila. No? They're, 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 part, they're part of the solution. So, while they're doing it, while they're at it, eh, lalong nagkakaroon sila ng disaster awareness. Then they they ano, they they look further into the problem, no? Rather than not caring about it, no? Because mm. they, you raise their the the, the stake, no? You, to the solution of the problem, yung mga tao, eh nagpa-participate sila, lalo silang nai-engage. And I think that is the best practice for disaster risk reduction. Hindi kaya ng gobyerno lahat itong problema natin. Sila ay mag-enable lang ng mga activities, no? Mag-provide information, but yung community can can uh, participate, no? And uh, in the end, ang action naman talaga yung mga tao eh, di ba? Mm-hmm. So and so we, how, want them, yeah. Yeah. we we yeah, we want yeah. them. Oh, no, it sounds good, no? I mean, but how has community science worked in the real world? Meron meron na bang examples niyan where is it I, I have the perfect example I have okay. the perfect example uh, Howie pumutok yung ano pumutok yung taal on January 12 2020 2020 okay at uh, yan ang taas umabot ng 21 kilometers yung uh, plume no uh, that that was way up into the stratosphere and winds in that uh, ano in that that part were blowing towards the north so kita sa satellite images yung mga abo umabot doon sa ano umabot doon sa Cavite, sa Laguna, sa Metro Manila, a thin part sa Bulacan, no? Uh, nagpa-crowdsource tayo diyan, no? And then through social media, sinabi na ayan, uh, magkuha kayo ng ruler. Sukatin niyo yung bumagsak na abo doon sa inyong bubong o kaya doon sa inyong fence, sa garden. Ang daming daming nagparticipate we were able to reconstruct the ashfall deposit of Taal Volcano's eruption because people participated. Now, after a few days, wala na yung abo. Tama? Diba? Na, 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 kasi we're in a tropical area. Umul- wala na yung abo. Winalis. Ginawang uh, kung saan. No? But we preserved that record. No? Yung record na yon was how thick were the ash deposits in places around Taal Volcano. Saan papunta yung yung plume, no? Saan yung hazard na yon? At from that, na-calculate namin yung volume, yung volume ng eruption at saka yung intensity ng discharge ng eruption. And we were able to publish that. And that is the first publication according to the reviewers sa sa bulletin of volcanology and in all volcanology journals where crowdsourcing was used. 
So So yung yung specifics niyan uh, Mahar no. So so you you how did you make the call on on Twitter, social media and people yes, sent yes. in their data? Ano yun, gumamit ka ng hashtag para madaling mag-gather yung yung data, yung mga related tweets or ay, ano yung specifics ng crowdsourcing na ginawa nyo? Uh, well, it, it was not just me, no? We were acting as a team, no? Diyan si Nabitsumanyes, sina ano. Oh, but what was the gumawa method? Sila ng, ano, gumawa sila ng parang Google Forms. Mm-hmm. Tapos kung hindi naman magagamit yung Google Forms, they can just report it. Kung meron silang ruler, lalagay nila lang ganon. And then post it on social media with the hashtag Taal. Okay? So, ang daming mga nag-report, ganyan, from different places. And then, na-reconstruct kung saan sila nanggaling, ano yung thickness dun sa lugar na yon And uh, maraming feedback dun sa mga nag-contribute na natuwa din sila that they were able to participate in the scientific exercise. And uh, siguro, next time na mangyari yon oy sali ako ulit, di ba? O, kasi ganito. Na, oy, ano ba yung nangyari dito? This paper, merong ganito. Ano ba yung na-discover dito? Uh, what were we able to find out just based on my participation? So, na-compute yung volume, na-compute yung volcanic explosivity index, ganong kalakas siya, uh, ano, yung, ano yung distribution, and so on. And it is being cited by other people all over the world. And hopefully, they will follow suit na it, it's a way by which we can uh, get people to be involved in science so that their decisions also will be science, science-based. Kasi yung consciousness natin dapat medyo science-oriented din, di ba? And uh, that's way to uplift our lives. Well, you know, speaking of which, no, kasi a lot of these um, ideas you've been talking about, no, uh, you know, uh, community participation and using technology and the internet and all that. I mean, nakita natin to sa sa yung unang iteration ng Project Noah, di ba? For yeah. several years, no, uh, we people were monitoring uh, hazards and uh, 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 disasters uh, on 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 the on the web, no, using an app and using data science, uh, etc. And I think it was quite successful, no, in preventing some disasters or in uh, predicting where floods could have could occur diba uh and um number 1 uh tell us more about that experience and number 2 why was the funding cut no by the government this is a government um program and it was cut about 6 7 years ago you know uh so nawala and i guess it it uh it became more of an academic program diyan sa inyo no sa UP but um it was a public service no that was set up using you know this these technologies you're talking about to provide a service no uh to the public uh and yet um pinuto yung funding so first um walk us back to that what what made it uh what made it effective uh and you know what kind of disasters uh, did it help prevent okay um Medyo mahabang storya ito, no? Pero at the, Summary at, the same, <laughs> at, at the same time, controversial din yung tanong mo, no? But uh, we have ano, we have been able to survive anyway, no? Uh, what is important is that yung yung institutional memory of what Project NOVA did um, when it was still part of the national government efforts, no? Ay na-retain. Kasi yung mga skills, the researchers who are experienced, are still there they can do still do the same thing 
nag-iba nga lang yung focus. Imbis na national level yung ginagawa namin, uh, mas concentrated kami ngayon at local level, LGU level. No? But we still help and uh, uh, yun nga lang uh, uh, ano, mas mas focused sa LGU. Okay. Uh, mas mas gusto ko sana na national level kasi before we were part of NDRMC as part of the PIDRA system, a whole of society IT approach, nandun yung media, nandun yung academe, nandun yung mga mandated agencies, all discussing before a typhoon makes landfall or days before uh, a typhoon makes landfall. No? Tapos 24 hours monitoring until nawala na yung bagyo. Tapos, uh, ano. And uh, sa bilang ko, no? but of course nobody really would know kasi only God would know kung talagang mangyayari yun or, or, or dapat ba nangyari yun. But sa bilang ko, uh, there were uh, 15 averted disasters. No? Uh, kasama dito yung typhoon nona na debrief, debrief flows na nangyari dito sa Mindoro at saka Gabaldon, no? sa Nueva Ecija. The volume of the debris flows were, were uh, more than 25 million cubic meters, much more than those that the, uh, that, that happened in, the, in Compostela Valley, New Bataan, sa Mindanao where it killed uh, more than 560 people burying a whole evacuation center by, with debris flows no um ayun so maraming mar maraming mga events all over the philippines na nabigyan ng hazard specific area focused and time bound warnings so, hindi general warnings like uh, what we see no uh, na mag-ingat sa baha at landslide sa ganitong probinsya. Siguro mga 15 provinces are identified. No? Um, sasabihin na, pa pa paano yun? You were talking about uh, the cry-wolf effect. So if you say that to 15 provinces or 20 provinces, mag-ingat sa baha at landslide, eh, hindi naman lahat yun magkakaroon ng baha at landslide. Diba? So if they hear that kind of messaging uh, uh, five times or six times a year, Mangyari ulit yon na may message na ganun, they will be desensitized, di ba? So parang an 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 tawag doon eh, the cry wolf effect, no? The oh. cry wolf effect. So hindi naman iniwala. Yeah, during that time when uh, we were part of the ano, the an tawag nito, the the national NDRMC, no, pre-disaster risk assessment na nagmo-monitor din. Um, we, we were also providing hazard-specific area focus and time-bound warnings. Ano ba yun? Ano ang tatama do sa barangay? No? Uh, anong hazard? Area focus, o saang barangay, uh, saang parte ng munisip munisipyo, aling barangay ang tatamaan, at saka anong oras tatama. Di ba nung nagkakaroon ng floods dito, nung habagat, nung 2012-2013, we would go sa, get interviewed by media no uh, we would be given the go signal of secretary montejo and the president to go live no at 2:30 in the morning na marikina pagbabahayan ng 5:30 ng madaling araw so gigisingin lahat ng mga tao no tapos tatawag sa akin yung kapatid ko nasa california mahar ano to nang bubulabog kayo ng mga tao 5:30 babaha Ah, uh, ayun. So, syempre nabulabog yung mga tao, nagkaroon ng mga evacuation dito sa may ano, yung may Aurora diyan pababa ng Marikina para daw airport na traffic at sinusundo yung mga kamag-anak. 
True enough, nung 5:30 dumating na yung baha, no? Tumaas yung hanggang na umabot do sa bridge, no? Nalubog yung mga karatula ng SM diyan. Pero that is what is called as hazard specific area focused and time bound warnings. I would remember the NDRRMC during the time of Yusek Pama, uh, pag hindi naniniwala na uh, ano tatawag siya do sa governor or mayor. Pag hindi pa rin naniwala sa kanya, ipapasa do sa scientist to explain to the mayor and the governor. Like for example, I was able to talk to Governor Pineda during one of the typhoon events, no? Uh, sabi namin na ano po, bababa na po yung baha dyan. Ay hindi na, maaraw na dito. Wala na, hindi. Nasa yung bagyo ay nado na sa South China Sea. Iyon, the following day, dumating yung baha. No? So, uh, th those are some of the stories na I, I consider as averted disasters. No? <laughs> averted disasters. And we made the list about that, uh, publications about that na tingin ko dapat i-continue yon no i-continue yung tinatawag na hazard specific area focused and time bound warnings rather than the general warnings na makikita mo na mag-ingat sa baha at landslide yes yeah i mean na, na, hindi naman ganun ka, ka useful no so obviously there's a huge need no for this kind of specific warnings i mean that's that's what would really make it useful kasi parang di naman masyadong useful kung yung buong probinsya o warningan mo eh iilang barangay lang pala yung talagang vulnerable sa isang specific na na hazard no so and, and, and this is not an order this is some life and death matter no so uh, kailangan kailangan talaga yung ganyang klasing serbisyo and yet uh na terminate no itong project NOAA as a government program and it was seen as a step backward no for disaster response and preparedness no? and uh, you've you've been calling for disaster preparedness uh, for for a long time now no so uh, please explain no pa bakit bakit terminate uh, you know after after explaining the value uh, and the the impact of this of this program uh, to us baka ang daming nagtataka ngayon uh, bakit nawala no bakit bakit cannot yung funding uh <coughs> Alam mo, Hawi, hindi ko rin masasagot yung tanong mo eh. But I really argued na I, I, I tried to explain why it was necessary. No? But uh, when authorities make decisions, eh, wala na akong magagawa doon kasi I'm a scientist. No? So we have to respect that as well. So I just work as a scientist and uh, whenever there's a need for me to talk no, na kung kailangan ito based on the science, I, I would call call uh, I, I I would call it out no so I I would call a spade a spade I would speak out and kinatanong uh, mo ako if it is necessary to bring back that hazard specific area focus and time bound warnings that the, the way we used to do it I think we should no I think we should pero one thing good about uh, the efforts no na na introduce na introduce way back uh, as early as 2012 or maybe 2014 na no uh, kasi doon doon talaga na integrate na na adopt yung yung PIDRA system no uh, which was part of a NOAA project by the way no uh, uh, pre disaster risk assessment no pre disaster risk assessment ang tawag and in that pre disaster risk assessment required yung hazard specific area focused and time bound warnings no ayan so um pag uh, I, I would highly recommend na ibalik yon no so paano ibabalik yon you would need tools to be able to 
to execute that no to to make a call no you need to to have information to make that no ah uh, kung maibabalik no may decision dati na tanggalin eh pwede pa rin naman ibalik kasi as i said the people who were able to do that before are still there they are still ano uh, they have we have the institutional memory pwede naman ibalik kaya lang eh syempre again it's the decision of the people uh, mga authorities no but uh, pwede pa rin naman ibalik kung gusto talaga di ba uh, we we are open to it uh, in fact kung 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 pwede nga lang no na ipagamitin itong program na to to give that message to get the president to ano to to hear hear out that, that there's a need for this eh maganda sana na mapakinggan niya itong program na ito because it will help the country i believe yeah well you know you've you've written uh, a policy paper no na uh, about um the politics in in disaster in the disaster uh, preparedness uh, sector um at sinasabi mo nga, kasi sinabi mo kanina, politics comes with the territory even if you know science should be above uh, politics. no So, bak- bakit pa napopoliticize ang disaster sa atin? Ah, maraming reasons. Maraming reasons. Kasi pagka pinag-usapan mo, eh, knowledge, di ba? Uh, if, you, if you talk about data, eh, data is power. No, if you have power, you have control. So that's that's one of the basic things, no. And that is something that I'm saying. Na merong politics involved, uh, because, ano, um, uh, yun yung yun yung nakikita ko, no. Like for example, nung ginsa ugon, pagka meron ng mga relief na dumadating, may aid na dumadating, at hindi dumating, umabot doon sa barangay nagiging issue yan during elections. Okay? So, magagamit yon against you. It can make or break the the career, the political career of of somebody, no? Uh and I've I've seen it, no, na wrangling uh kasi kailangan sila ang gagawa nito. Pero may sinasabi naman ang Sendai framework for that no which is the parang agreement no ng mga lahat ng mga working on disasters na we have to work uh, as a whole of society and we have to focus on science as our basis for making decisions okay um ayun so if it worked before if it worked before na alam mo ba bumaba ang mga number of deaths natin on average per year 1986 to 2013, it was 1,250 uh, deaths per year on average. Now, from 2014 to, to present, due to what? It, due to what? I don't know. I don't know. It, it, it may be due to a variety of reasons. But starting huh? 2014 up to now, it's only 250 deaths on average per, per year. Per year. 250 deaths for because of per disasters. Year. From hydrometeorological hazards, from severe weather events. Dati, okay. 1,250. Ngayon, 250 na lang. So, what do you attribute that to? Eh, Increase in disaster awareness. No? Um, marami, maraming factors. Maybe could be natural. Could be. Could be natural. Pero, uh, kailangan tignan. Di ba? What, 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 from ni- what happened 1986 to 2013, 
1,250 deaths on average per year, naging 250 deaths on average per year. So I cannot attribute it to one single factor. Maybe it's a, ano, parang, uh, a product of a multiplicity of factors. And uh, I believe, I would like to believe that we were able to help as well. No? So yun yung mga best practices. And yun yung babalik ko sa tanong mo, ano ba ang ginagawa ng mga disaster scientists? We try to identify the mistakes so that we don't we don't, don't repeat them. Kasi if we just don't repeat all of those mistakes, ang laki na mababawas natin sa deaths natin, uh, deaths per year. No? Just trying to avoid those mistakes. We learn from it. Kasi kung hindi naman tayo natututo, ano na lang tayo, di ba? We, we should be able to learn. And uh, marami ako. I can give to you examples na Asan ba tayo hindi natuto? Okay? Oh, I'll give you one perfect example. Uh, meron tayong mapa sa Yolanda noon. Underestimated yung storm surge. These were official maps that were provided to Tacloban. The, the maps of storm surges were showing na up to mga 50 meters lang from the coast. Uh, maximum na yon. Pero the storm surges were 2 to 3 kilometers inland. Okay, so ibig sabihin, yung mapa and the methodology that was used to to create those maps, eh dapat hindi na natin ginagamit kasi we don't want to un underestimate the impact. no? And there's science behind it. In fact, the United Nations Disaster Risk Reduction, uh, they have these words into action document na kailangan nire-reflect natin yung bigger events than the historical record. If we had used that, di sana na-reflect sana yung hazard map na 2 to 3 kilometers inland. That would be the basis for evacuation. That would be the basis for people to know how far away from the coast they 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 they, they should have gone. No, But during the time when Yolanda made impact, we did not have those maps. Pero ano ang nangyayari? Ano ang nangyayari? We are still using the same methodology that produce those underestimated hazard maps. Walang climate change. We use historical accounts to produce those hazard maps. E paano na lang yan? Ano, hihintayin na naman natin na merong bigger event than what we have experienced and what we remember to impact us and create a disaster? So that is one example of learning from past disasters. And sinasabi ko to not to blame anybody, no? Ano, Howie? I, I'm not blaming anybody. I just want us to move forward, no? That we have to learn from it. We don't repeat that mistake. We change our methods, no? Kasi na-identify na that that caused the deaths of many people, no? Uh, that is just one example. I can give you many more, but I think that yeah. is a very powerful example. Okay, well, balikan ko lang yung isang sinabi mo, no? Kasi nga uh, nabanggit mo na, you know, hindi hindi maiwasan yung politics sa uh, disaster preparedness and and um one reason there's politics uh in in that field, in your field is sabi mo because facts are power, no? Um scientific facts are are a form of power and and sometimes uh you data, know, the truth data. the truth hurts. Oh. Yeah, data. Data is power, yeah. no? And then sometimes it, 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 you know, they illustrate truths, no? And then sometimes the truth hurts, no? And sometimes the truth goes against 
certain beliefs no and and um uh and so there are certain parallels between between our own fields no kasi sa journalism i guess uh we cover politics no and um it's one reason why uh journalists are being demonized no uh, around the world no Kam- kami na ngayon na yung nagkakalat ng fake news because a lot of uh, a lot of the information we're communicating um uh, goes against um you know what politicians say or what particular sectors uh, that have political power say no do you feel that scientists are also facing similar challenges since you're also in the field of you know gathering facts and data and then you know transforming this into public information and sometimes that information goes against beliefs goes against political interests diba so kayo rin ba na demonize do you feel you know um do you feel that you know uh you guys are scientists are are in any danger or at at risk of experiencing some of the same same things that the journalists have have experienced in the last several years sa Philippines uh, siguro wala wala naman although i know that uh, during world war 2 merong ganyan diba yung mga mga nadidemonize no uh, because they invented something that is so powerful that it could uh, destroy communities no in, in one instant so dito naman wala naman uh, siguro kung meron man very minor no very minor maapektuhan lang naman yung yung uh, siguro uh, yung yung career in terms of funding yeah oh. <laughs> ganun lang not not any threat to to our lives no mm-hmm. uh, it's it's more it's more on the career and in terms of uh, yeah. funding uh, at getting funding from mm-hmm. sources especially government so, yeah so you've been you've been Uh, you've had a long career no in in this field of disaster preparedness no have you seen improvement in the country uh, vast improvement uh hazards and disasters that we have yes of course i know how we when i speak of all of these things na sinasabi ko parang ang bleak nung nung scenario no nung story no uh, on the contrary hindi no We've advanced so much, no? We've advanced so much. Uh, we 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 have laws in place, no? We have the RA 10121. We have the Climate Change Act. We have a lot of policies na in place, which are I believe are the best in the world. In terms of awareness, uh, ang laki na ng awareness natin compared, let's say, 20 years ago, no? Yeah. Mayroon tayong mga earthquake drills that we do regularly. No? Actually, no elementary ako, mayroon din earthquake drills. Pero I, I see it na, na nationwide, mas marami ang investment. No? Pati yung mga local government units, they have funding for their disaster risk reduction management offices. No? Pero I'm not saying also that it's perfect no? na with all of these policies and laws na na-implement okay. properly. No, yeah, so but yeah. in terms of progress, in terms of awareness, and the activities that we do, mga policies in place, uh, uh, na ng difference from uh, the year 2000. Well, you know, sinabi mo na some of our policies are among the best in the world. No, that's a big statement. So, but like, cite an, cite a policy that's one of the best in the world. 
Oh well, yun na lang na RA101-21 natin. That 5% of the ERA, no? uh, 70% of that goes to... Yung internal the, revenue allotment. no? That's yes, the, yes. Oh, uh, internal revenue uh, allotment goes to the ano, the uh, disaster risk reduction efforts of the LGU. 70% goes to prevention and mitigation and the 30% goes to uh, efforts uh, during a disaster. And uh, before, we did not have that. So have you seen LGUs uh, use that these these funds in a yes. best practice way? In a, I mean, I mean, what what's a good example? Para you know, what can we learn from? Is there an LGU that we can learn from uh, in the use of this era and this this? Hindi uh, na ako lalayo, Quezon City, okay. Quezon City. Uh, they they are using that uh, I believe the uh, source of funds for the drainage master plan of Quezon City came from that fund. No, I may be mistaken, but I believe that because I I see drainage. people uh, flood drain flood drainage. I guess. Drainage master plan. Para... So yung yung master plan nila eh hindi lang surface flow o hindi lahat ng mga drainage na nasa ilalim sinisimulate creating scenarios of floods on the surface where to put detention basins ganong kalalaki detention basins how many detention basins should be created no maybe long term ito kasi madami ang barangays one per each barangay per barangay and that would not only help Quezon City it would also help downstream cities like San Juan Mandaluyong and Manila no so this is a best practice na bago ka gumawa ng infrastructure project, you create scenarios first no? through simulations, through your computers and uh, good tools, no? good data to be able to create the best solution to a problem. In this case, the problem is flooding. Ayan. So hindi ko sinasabing instantaneous yan na mangyayari at completely ma-eradicate yan, but mababawasan. Uh, that is best practice. And the funds, I believe, came from the Disaster Risk Reduction and Management Funds. And they were also uh, trying to get climate change scenarios of flooding simulated. No? Uh, yun. So I, I, I believe that is one of the best in the world because I have never seen uh, a simulation like that with drainage included on a citywide basis. And Quezon City is one of the biggest cities, is the biggest city in terms of land area in Metro Manila. And of course, Quezon City has also been notorious for, for flooding. <laughs> uh, nung, nung Ondoy, <laughs> grabe yung, yeah. yung, pag, yung bahad siyan sa Quezon City. You know? so, despite uh, it guess, being... Hope, so let's learn some lessons from that, I guess. Yeah, despite it being uh, at 60 meters elevation, <laughs> magbabaha pa rin, di ba? Uh, mm -hmm. Well, that's good news. It's it's good to know na my progress uh, in particular Quezon City, uh, you know, where I also yeah. live for a all long All over life. the Philippines, all all over the Philippines, we see progress in terms of disaster risk reduction efforts. But there are still some snags, no? Uh, I mm, I identify one, ha? I identify one. Yung sinasabi ko kanina example nung Tacloban, I gave uh, the UNDRR document, guideline, no? That that we we should create scenarios of floods bigger than the historical record. 
Para na-anticipate man lang natin yung storm surge na hindi lang 50 meters inland yung inundation, kung hindi 2 to 3 kilometers, as basis for siting evacuation centers and for telling people where to go to ano na uh, so that they will not be affected by the storm surge no? uh, meron tayong ano eh meron tayong climate change commission policy no resolution 2019001 reiterating that we need to implement that policy because it's part of the law no na sinasabi ko that we need to create hazard maps that are multi scenario Maliit na storm surge, mas malaking storm surge, mas malaki pang storm surge, may climate change na storm surge. And if we do that, we would be prepared for a Yolanda-like event or an event that is bigger than Yolanda. And it is also in the PDP 2017-2022 and the Philippine Development Plan 2023-2028. Nandun na eh, nandun yung legal basis, Howie eh. But mm -hmm. we are not implementing it yet. So although I'm saying na ang laki na ng progress natin, marami pang mga magagandang policies ang hindi pa natin na implement which we should implement. And uh, I really find, uh, ano, I've been advocating this, I've been telling this to everybody since maybe 2014 or 2015 uh, or earlier. No? Pero here comes the politics, di ba? So there might be a reason kung bakit hindi ini-implement yon. Okay? So, why? I <laughs> may, So, nandun na ngayon yung decision-making. Diba? Maybe it has something to do with the value of land. Maybe it has something to do with the planning process. Diba? Mm -hmm. uh, uh, yun. So, that is the decision of, of, of somebody na may authority. That is not my decision. What we can only say is to speak up No? say these things that they need to be implemented. And the reason why I'm saying this is because uh, I believe in the science, because I trust in science. No? And this is what I've learned over the years, in two decades. Ito e yung sinasabi. Kasi simple lang, Howie, eh. pag may survivor ng disaster, ano ba yung unang sinasabi? Ano ba sinasabi? Hindi ba sinasabi first time nangyari yan? Ngayon lang kami nakakita ng ganyan ba? Hindi namin na-expect yan. Grabe, hindi namin alam. Eh, ganyan, dati ganito lang. Ngayon, ganyan. Itong paeng. Sabi sa Cavite, ng mga DRRM officers, we plan for this high a flood. But the floods were this high. This year lang yon paeng. Di ba? So, ito yung sinasabi ko. We need to prepare for the events that are bigger than the historical record. And we need hazard maps to show us na yan yung scenario so that we can anticipate, make plans that would anticipate those scenarios, including climate change. And we have not implemented that on a national scale. Okay. On that note, no? well, thank you for speaking up about about those issues. <laughs> uh, we'll let you go now. You're a busy man. So maraming salamat, yeah. uh, Mahar, no? for, for your time and for teaching the public how to survive and prevent disasters. Mabuhay yeah. ka, Dr. Mahar Lagmay, geologist, disaster scientist, at executive director ng UP Resilience Institute. Maraming salamat din, Howie, for inviting. Thank you. Thank you. Hi, I'm Howie Severino. Check out the Howie Severino podcast, an original for GMA News and Public Affairs. New episodes will stream every Thursday. Listen for free on Spotify, Apple Podcasts, Google Podcasts, and other platforms. <laughs>